Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the reality is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. This is like these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm going to get some head or something start to think. Oh, niggas are straight out here raw digging and choking on fuckers. <laughs> if God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Like, pussy like, the big deal, nigga. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now Word. Never. Well, if she's a teacher, she would, I'm telling you. I daily. <laughs> All right, what a word. This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Now, that's one that y'all will be saying too. Okay. Um, y'all, y'all can yeah. introduce that. So y'all will be under that. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva, to stand up to bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. Visit, at, uh, visit their website at www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause so today's podcast is um a little different a little interesting we actually have uh the homie surge and kt now you've heard kt on there before he had a podcast with sports cuts 101 yeah or was it sports cut sport cut sport cut sport yeah it don't matter it's not it didn't exist anymore so (laughs) it's not even Uh, and we also got Serge, man. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. All right. So we're going to tell we I want to break down the dynamic. So I've been knowing KT for about, has it been two or three years? Maybe now, two. Right? We'll say three. Yeah, and longer. I met you through the homie Jeremy, man. Yeah. Um, he introduced us because you had an interest in podcasting and I've been podcasting for a while. So that was initially how we met. Yeah. Now you started out with the podcast to where you had a group of friends. It's like four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you kind of went through a similar situation like me where your passion was a little bit you know, more on fire for podcasts and then theirs was. So it kind of dwindled out, but you've always had that passion to yes, continue doing it. I've tried to introduce him to several people. Um, how do we come across Serge? Or, well, Serge, you can actually tell Yo, us. I can tell you. Okay. Cause I was going to say, I know y'all, you two know, um, but I don't actually know. So one of my buddies, he actually, uh, along with my wife and a couple other friends who have been recommending that I do something related to sports just because of the knowledge and things that I have. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess he told me that he's like, hey, man, I have a buddy that works or used to do stuff for Fistbowl. And he put me in touch with him. And then he asked me, like, okay, what are you exactly looking to do? Are you trying to do a show on your own? What are, I was like, I'm just trying to get in the field of podcasting. podcasting. Yeah. And because I know that's like a wave that's like moving right now. Podcast yeah. is really blowing up over the last five, six years. True. So, um, and then Ra, uh, he basically put me in touch with Artesia. Yeah. And from. Shout from out to Rob Espinosa, too. Yes, Rob Espinosa. Yeah, shout out to him. Uh, and from there, uh, you know, we you know set up a meeting to just kind of, uh, you know, kind of get to the background of what exactly I'm looking to do, yeah. uh, what my interests are, um, you know, and just to f- figure out. Uh, not only it's more so than just the knowledge part of it, uh, but to see like what I'm really wanting to do with it as yeah. well, spreading a message and things like that. Yeah. Um, and upon that meeting, obviously meeting KT, I think we hit it off right away. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we just started a conversation from there, uh, kept in touch and, uh, we knew, you know, we can kind of feel each other's passion. The energy is there. Um, and before you knew it, you know, we were able to put together, um, you know, something that we want to do and yeah. uh, come up with the name and come up with the logo and, and y'all did this fairly quick. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Y'all did it fairly quick because we, we sat down and we met at Gloria's mm-hmm. and we sat down and I think we talked for maybe two hours mm-hmm. and just from talking to Serge my first time I was like okay he's passionate about yeah. it because the hard thing to define is like me and you've always talked about is dead noise making sure you know you have somebody that when you drop off somebody else can pick back oh, up with Serge we won't have that problem yeah. at all yeah. no at all you won't. You won't. And, and, and the difference for, for the people who can't see we'll take a picture and we'll post it later but KT he's black and I'm Indian you're Indian mm-hmm. so now I always get confused by this because a lot of people you know like black people sometimes yeah. people see black people and they just say oh they're black but we could be African we could yeah. be Sudanese we could mm-hmm. be whatever mm-hmm. so with you being from India is it like a is it a specific city I won't like what part of India so I'm from the south uh, there's a state called Kerala okay. uh, and that's where I'm from now usually say you're filling out an application you'll see I still have to be under the Asian ethnicity group yeah. because there is the Indian that they have under name is for Native Americans, uh, not for actual in, from Indians India. from India. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I've been here. Shoot, actually, next week we'll make it twenty-two years. So, do you remember the transition from uh, coming from India to here? Oh yeah. How How old were you when you got here? I was eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you had a. So did you want to leave and come here or what no, was it? It, was, it wasn't uh, by choice. Well, we initially didn't even come here to stay. It was like I have some, um, you know, health issues that I was born with. Yeah. Which, so we came here for treatment and things like that. Okay. Um, now, the first six months to a year going to school and stuff like that it was really tough, not knowing a lot of English and things yeah. like that. Uh, but once I made a couple of friends and, man, I picked up English really quickly. I Honestly, I lost my accent in four years, yeah. which is unheard of. So Very people true. are always like, oh, you're born and raised here. I'm like, no, I'm no, not. I'm not. You know? So um, so I'm blessed, I guess yeah. you could say, in that way, too. So to not – and then the first time I went back to India was three years after I came. And just looking at the lifestyle and how things are over there yeah. uh, and over here, how things are so much more accessible here. Yeah. And we're talking about, obviously, back then when uh, – Things weren't as westernized nowadays. <clears throat> India is very westernized, westernized as far as keeping up with everything. As far as like they have their own MTV show, and they see, have that's their own reality we shows. Even think, you know what right, I'm saying? Because right. when we see India or when we see anything, even with Africa, bro, mm-hmm. you know they'll show us like the shit is torn up, yeah, it's shitty over there, and it's Poverty. like mm-hmm. people will come over here and they'll be like, it's not that bad. But mm-hmm. I had a homeboy; he's living here. Well, he lives in Portland, but he's from Yemen. And he was saying when he first moved over here, everything that they saw Americanized was like 
you know, we watch a car commercial and we just know that's what it is. The <laughs> white family picket fence. Yeah. Now they're starting to do interracial families. Right. But he was like, all we saw was success. So we expect we expected to come over here and just immediately flourish. Mm-hmm. He's like, we didn't know it was poverty over here like that because we don't see that. Right. And ain't it crazy how when we look at other countries, they show us everything like a third world country. Yep. But here. They show it as we're prospering when it's like we pour over this motherfucker too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the interracial thing, it made me think. I just saw a commercial where it was a dad and his son was mixed. He was white. Yeah. So I'm wondering, oh, are we are we finally accepting that now? What brand is that though? Because what it was, was a that? white guy and a mixed black. Yeah, guy, right? he was like gone in there. And they never showed the mother. Right? Oh, it was an Amazon commercial for That's Echo. What, yeah, he was I like, some, yep. play some mm-hmm. relaxing music. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it just made me think of that. Because when right, I saw right. that, I was like, "That's different." Because they normally don't show a white father. You remember, everybody son. was up in arms with the uh, Cheerios, Cheerios commercial. But you know why it's always like that? Because that one was a white woman with a black man, right? Yes. We all know. Anytime it's a black man with a white woman, it's an issue, right. which is crazy. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to ignore our blackness, but to have him here, I wanted to talk about with you, too, and we'll get to why you guys are getting into podcasting. Sure. What are some of the, I guess, and you can jump in and say something, but like, what are some of the stereotypes that you face? Being in? Yeah. Because we have ours, and uh, we're always talking about it, because I don't want to say complaining, but I, we're not the only ones. I, I think, I know for me, um, especially going to school, like coming here uh, halfway through sixth grade, at that time, it was like, um, kind of like if you go to India and you tell somebody that you, you live in America, but you're Indian. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have money, you're rich, and da 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 da. It's yeah. like an automatic contest because America is number one yeah. all around the world. America is always going to be at the top, yeah. like as far as they don't know what goes on here. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, is Indians were known to be smart. Yeah. So it's like you're always going to be the top of the class. You're highest ranked. You're all going to be doctors and engineers. Yeah. And so that's automatically. So as you're going in school, it's like everybody expects you to, to be, be that. at that level. Yeah. When I'm just a regular person, yeah. you know. So can I see your answers? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, you get, yeah. You get, you get, get through college. You get yeah. yeah. anyway. through college. And I'm college. over here like looking over there, like, no, I need you to give, give me, me some answers. answers. Yeah. Well, we you screwed. Know, so. uh, th- there's, there's. I, I actually am blessed to say that I haven't actually had a lot of challenges to face. Yeah. But I have plenty of friends, especially right after 9/11. Even though 9/11 oh, yeah. had nothing to do with Indian India. people, uh, because India's number one religion in that country is Hinduism. Yeah. Muslim is probably maybe 10%, 5%. Yeah, but and you look the part. Exactly. That's the, so it's that's the skin the color yeah. that, you know, so that stereotype. Um, I had kids who were getting picked on in school yeah. who would come to me because they knew I was one of the, I think there was maybe 20 Indian kids at our school yeah. during the time uh, out of like 700. And they would come to me because I was the guy who was friends with the black people. Yeah. I was friends with the white people. I was friends with the guys on the football team, basketball yeah. team. So they would come to me and like, and just by looking at them, they're, they're getting picked on as most. And these guys are actually Christian. Christian, yeah. You know, so it's, it's you know, those are the, those challenges there. So when, when the 9-11 thing happened, let's be honest. Let's talk from our perspective. Okay. Did you ever look at an Indian person or anybody that you thought could be deemed a terrorist and be like, oh, shit. Because I ain't going to lie. The first time I got on a plane a couple years ago. And I saw I, when I was with him, we, the dude with the turban, and he had the beard, and I was like, I did, and like I told her, I said, I don't think he's a terrorist, but it's in my mind if I'm saying that. Of course. Yeah, it's I only said, of course. the way they dress. Like and if it, I saw Surge, if I saw Surge right now, I wouldn't think easy. anything about it. Right. But and he'd during be that, to blow you up, dressed just yeah. like that. Why are we assuming something? But during that time, you saw somebody that was dressed like Bin Laden. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Security, security, you know what I'm saying? He's trying yeah, to get yeah, some help, yeah. but. 
And it's fucked up, and I think it's messed up to even look at people like that because, for one, we deal with it as black people all the time. Yeah. But I think it's so ironic that we really could look at white people and do them like that the same way. Because think about it. They have the history of stealing things, killing, yep. taking things yep. without whatever. Yep. And then every movie we watch, just as well as you see a black dude is probably, probably playing a gangster mm-hmm. or Indian guy or portraying, you know, whatever sure. it is. You also see white people stealing, you know, like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. A white dude who was yeah. stealing from everybody. Right. Right. All these movies where they're killing, they're gangsters and shit, but we still don't go out and label them. But right. you know the number one reason why? We, ex- as black people, we definitely accept every other race. We talk to people, we're friends with people. Yeah. You are like that, like yeah. you said, with the way you're oh, yeah. White people only fuck with white people. Unless right. they get the opportunity to be introduced through something else that makes them feel comfortable. Absolutely. They already, they only see us on TV. Yep. So they only go off what they see on TV, which is creates that stereotype, Absolutely. those prejudices, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, we got the podcast. Okay. What's the yep. name of the podcast? Sports Life Talk. Sports Life Talk. Yeah. All right. Now, the reason I'm excited about this is this is our first uh, podcast under Roberts Media Group. We're bringing them on with Blog Talk Radio. I know KT has a passion, so it was easy for me to be like, hey, let's see if we can connect with somebody else. And when she told me about you and Rob hit me up, I was like, I told her, I said, why not KT? Because we were trying to put you with several people. But yeah. I was like, they never came through. And I was like, if they're not consistent with me, then I don't want to introduce <laughs> them to you. Yeah. And then it's wasting your goddamn time again. <laughs> so what is the premise? I'll start with KT. What, is, what do you feel like the premise of you sh- your show will be about with all these sports shows that are out? What's something that's going to make people be like, all right, let me check out this actual sports show. I think we both agree. We want to talk more about the, uh, the life of the athlete, not, okay, they're making this much money to do this, do that. We want to look at them as actual human beings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's one of the things that, that would be different with us. What you say, sir? Absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, sports is there for a reason for us to be getting away from our regular life, yeah. and that's what it is. But I, I also realize having a lot of friends that are close to me is that they take it to a, an extreme level where it's almost like life and death. Yeah. And, and and then it's like when you look at athletes, you, you don't have to like every person that nope. you see on the street yeah so when you see people on tv you either like them or don't like you don't but you can at least learn to appreciate and respect them because you you can't just say like man they have it easy but they're making millions and no like they they are there at that position because they worked hard now their nine to five (laughs) is different than our nine to five but that doesn't mean that they don't wake up the same way they don't go use the restroom the same way they don't put on their pants and their clothes the same way we do and they got bills big bills exactly yeah you know, and they pay taxes. Like you look at some of these guys who are supposedly making thirty million a year, but once you take all the way that, they, they probably make it like eighteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that those are things that unless you dig a little deeper, you don't really know. And I think that's where you know we come in. We kind of understand both's perspective. Just because our team isn't doing well, or our favorite players aren't doing or are doing well, yeah. but if they do something wrong, or the team is not doing up to par or our standards. We'll call it like it is and say what, what's, what it is, you so, know. So, let me ask y'all a question from a sports perspective, because this is, if I was listening to your podcast, I would want to know, what do you think about the Ezekiel Elliott situation? And the reason I say that is because people are looking at it, this is what I said, I think he should be suspended. Not because he did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a lesson. And the lesson is, you've been caught, you, you've only been in the league a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You've been caught doing a couple of things that are questionable. I give you leeway because you are young. You've never had this much money, nor has your parents had this much money. So I don't judge him the way other people judge him, like the whole incident when he pulled out the girl's titty. Let's be honest. The mm-hmm. white girl came with him, and they said later on it was reported that she left with him in the car. Mm-hmm. Probably had already fucked her, got head from her before this even happened. Right. But it's inappropriate when nobody else knows your relationship. It's just like if you have an open marriage mm-hmm. and somebody sees you out, KT, 
And they say, well, what the fuck? Hey, I do not have an open marriage, by the way. That's just an example. That's just an example. But you know what I'm saying? But it yeah. would be crazy because nobody else knows you and your wife's situation, but they see you and they judging you and they spread a, a rumor. And it's like, you don't even know my life, though. Right. So what are you, you both of y'all thoughts on the whole Ezekiel Elliott? Does he deserve to get, you know, suspended or to talk outside of a fan? Because we're both Cowboys yeah. fans. What, what fan? I'm a Colts fan. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, with that said, if you're going to suspend him, suspend him for that. Yeah. We're all thinking that he's getting suspended for domestic violence. Yeah. So he's getting a six game. Exactly. You know, so he's an idiot at times. He's always out. He's doing dumb stuff. So that's what they got him for. Yeah. But if you're going to get him on that, say that specifically. Don't say, yeah, we're getting a six game ban because that's for the domestic violence. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. that's messed up. And yeah. now. Him just saying, okay, I'm tired of fighting, which I understand. Yeah. I would have fought until I couldn't fight, you know, fight fought anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's difficult to even say and do that. And the reason being is I'm thinking from a perspective of I had I filed a sexual harassment charge against a woman one time. And I know it really, at that yeah. time people was like, this, how the yeah. fuck your big ass going? And I'm like, bro, she was sexually harassing me. She was my manager. I couldn't do shit about it. Yeah. And when I did do something about it within the confines of HR, they, I didn't know that they were cool with each other. So she told her and I ended up getting fired. So I did fight with the EEOC and I did the paperwork mm-hmm. to get, but like that one lawsuit took three years for me to even get any payday on it. And yeah. the only reason it, I got a payday is because I found a good lawyer and he worked and he worked and he worked because he knew he was getting 40% of what I was getting if I got paid. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but with, so, your, with your situation, that's a sexual situation. harassment. No, I'm just, I'm not, I know, I know yeah, exactly what yeah, you're saying. I'm just talking with, about the, the longevity. I, I of got the, you, yeah. but with him being a male being labeled an abuser, yeah. that's one of the worst things you can get. I would oh, keep absolutely. fighting. So I would fight it until I can't fight anymore. But you know what? So in the court of public opinion, he's already guilty. When it's a white woman and it's domestic violence and you're a black guy. Yeah, but when athlete, the evidence says that she said, I'm going to, I'm ruining your career. You're, and her you're friend guilty. said that. You and everybody said that yeah. the police department already. is on your side and he right. still can't win. But think, right. And think the police department, and that's a big thing. Think about what you just said. Her friend said it. They have evidence that they said it. the police department is on his side and yet he's still suspended. That's how bad it is to be a black man. You have to be an example uh, right. or a man of color. An right. example right. has to be made. So right. are we saying a black man or just think about he's a Dallas cowboy yeah. and some of the people that are presiding over this stuff are from New York. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why Jerry Jones is a, a hot yeah. too because, yeah. hey. And right. Goodell is right. getting paid entirely too much money. I'm sorry. $44 million is fucking ridiculous. He's, doing, he's not doing anything that important. For him to be getting paid $44 million. And to mess up the way he's been doing? You gonna, Bad. You're overpaying him for that? That's ridiculous. So let's talk about people of color again dating white women. Your wife is white. Yes. Serge. Yes. Um, you previously got married. Congratulations on that. Thank you very uh, much. We'll insert some uh, hand clapping around this point in time <laughs> of the podcast. Right. So have you experienced any stereotypes or prejudices since you've you know been dating and to the point of marrying your wife? Um, prejudices? No. Um, I, I feel like with within the confines of uh, who I surround myself with yeah. and who I'm around, um, for the most part, no. But obviously, there are uh, older adults. People are my parents. Yeah. People of my parents' age. Yeah. Um, I would say um, who are still more Indian than they are than they are American. Yeah. They're more cultured. They're more 
by the book, I guess you could say. So yeah. they their whole mentality is when they see like, oh, like is it? Or did you go with somebody else because you couldn't find somebody in yeah. our own culture, um, or you know, or what's so special about her that yeah. you couldn't find in somebody in your own community? Funny. When there's plenty of plenty. people here in your community, especially me, yeah. who I know a lot of people. I, I mean, I used to be in the nightlife scene. In the Indian community, throwing all the parties, and so Indians I know a lot of together. people. Like Irvin, mm-hmm. Las Colinas, that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Like, see, that's the thing. Y'all will move here, and it's it almost feels like because I'm not inside that community, but it's like I have a couple of clients in Las Colinas that are Indian. I have to work on these properties, mm-hmm. and it's like when I go there, it's like y'all move here and then go back and tell somebody else, and everybody moves and builds that community, yeah. puts a store over there. So for me, I would be like, I want to know how to create that infrastructure. Say, that why can't we do? Why that? can't the fuck we do that? Do y'all have to deal with so? Do y'all have to deal with a lot of crab in a barrel shit? Like one of y'all get up, y'all somebody pulling somebody down or no? Um, uh, honestly, crazy. all the people that are all the people Indian that man. you see, honestly, um, I don't want to say all, but yeah. I would say a good percentage of people, especially in the Irving Las Colinas area, where it's, I mean, predominantly Indian people now, yeah. is a lot of them come to work for Fortune 500 companies on what they call an H one visa. Yeah. So due to their education that they received in India. Mm-hmm that they're so high up and smart and intelligent that it's easier f- to bring somebody like th- it's easier no he fine I it's, yeah, yeah I I know, if you don't if you don't do it like that he's fine I'm just making yeah. sure I'm it's not, easy. I got, got the head <laughs> it's easier to bring somebody uh, from India where you know because they're dependable they're not people who are going to call into work they're not people who That's true. who there there are people that are going to be willing to stay late and even not Come even get paid cuz they do not care they're just so Involved in their profession, profession yeah. and so when you bring them and, and and then they start coming in by the flock, yeah. and you can probably pay them even a little less, just like they outsource, you know, work, in, you know, overseas. Yeah. It's the same thing. You can pay them a little less than you would your average yeah. Joe person. That's from Americans. America. They're gonna be like, motherfucker, I want eighty thousand. Yep. I don't want to work over forty hours a week, and I want three weeks of vacation to start. Exactly. Will any exactly. person come over and be like, a week, sixty-five thousand? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, they'll but take the, it. And the thing about it is, okay, so let me ask this question, too, because I've been jumping in any time. I got a lot of questions. The Indian garb and the things that you guys wear, are they making that over here? Like, where would you yeah. even go get that stuff at? Is it like oh. y'all have Indian clothing stores? Or? Yeah, there is. There's clothing stores that are here. Uh, I would say 95% of the clothing stores still uh, bring clothes from India. Yeah. Um, there are, I think, one in New York uh, and one in Chicago that does manufacture the yeah. clothes. But for the most part, it's cheaper to get them from India yeah. and sell them for a lot higher over oh, here. Yeah. Um, but most Indian people, like I have a friend, you know, who's getting married uh, this next weekend. You know, him and his his sister and their his parents probably went to India six months ago yeah. to get clothes and come back come because back it's so much more expensive here to, to buy them. You know, so. so what are your, so since you met Serge KT, what are your, like, um, I guess I would say, what are your views with Serge on Serge? Because you, like I said, we tried to get you to work with a couple of people. You've worked with your friends. So when you initially met Serge, what was your thought process on like, how can we make this work? Cause the reason I'm asking this is, when I when all the people I had working with me on the podcast at first was here, it was like, okay, this is dope. But then when I had to start searching again, you know this. I was looking for co-host after co-host, and it was like, I didn't feel the chemistry. Sometimes I would look at a person aesthetically and be like, nah, this ain't the move for me. Then I would look at their personality, and I'm like, they don't cuss, they don't do this. That's not for me. Nothing against them. Right, right, right. But I like my podcast is so real in the way I want it to be. It's kind of like I know I have to vibe with a certain person. So what was your vibe? And you can answer after him. 
when you met him? Well, I can tell you now that you can tell the surge is passionate. That's yeah. one of the things I know because I think he has more passion for it than I do. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's refreshing. So that's it makes me want to step my game up. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we vibe from the first instance. We text, we talk all the time. We went, went out the other night yeah. just to hang out so we can get like more familiar with each other. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just really looking forward to getting this off the ground. As you can see, Serge is a talker. I mean, I talk. But he's going to be the one and probably what, and, dominating and, and, yeah, the conversation. I, I when, you, when the other night when he came over, because we were supposed to actually do this podcast, was it Friday or Thursday? Thursday. 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 Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So we had some things come up. <coughs> but Serge came over. <clears throat> Excuse me. Getting, still getting over this call. Excuse me, listeners. But when Serge came over, I told him, I said, me and KT have worked together on podcasts. I said, the only thing about KT, I said, he's smart. He's going to be on time. He's going to do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Just And like I told him when we hung up, I said, you can hear it. And I can hear it in his voice that he's mad that he wasn't able to make it tonight yeah. because he was un- it was unexpected because right, that's not right, him. Right, 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 I said, but the only thing that you got to do with KT, I said, when you're talking, he'll get caught up in watching you and listening to you. And he won't be thinking of a thought. I was like, so it's good that y'all pair up because I was like, he has great information. But it's good to have that balance of now, if you have dead space or you're just so engaged in this conversation, he can keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that is oh, yeah. good. So when you met him, what was the vibe you got from uh, from uh, KT? Uh, honestly, I mean, just from, uh, you know, having our meeting at Glories and just by the mere fact that I know he's done podcasting before yeah. knows that he wouldn't even got to that position if he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure if he did it for more than one time, that also means uh, he had listeners also yeah. listening to him, which, yeah. so that just set the standard and then just to continue the conversations. And then, um, I think, you know, it, just because you meet somebody and you kind of want to do the same thing, just like you're looking for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, like you said, if they don't cuss, maybe that's just not the right fit, you yeah. know? And so just because we met, um, now we can be friends, but that doesn't mean we have to work together yeah. and vice versa. So, um, we could work together, but not be friends, friends either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just finding that, um, you know, to, to try to develop that chemistry, yeah. um, um, whether that's through friendship, but then also we have a common denominator, uh, issue or, topic here which is sports to talk about but then also how can you know is connecting that to life is something that i wanted to make sure because i think being able to utilize the platform you have um you know and to really reach people yeah uh reach people of all races all color all backgrounds and was that something that i felt like just by us having that conversation or me putting it out there and he was on board so that way i knew Okay, and then let him also, you know, conversate with me about things that he's passionate about. Yeah. And when those kind of things align, that's when you know this is building towards something that's going to be bigger. prospering. That's crazy. So with y'all doing it, um, <clears throat> are y'all looking to put them out every week, every once a month, every two weeks? Because so I always try to tell people I started with like every Monday. And then I was like, fuck, I love podcasting. <laughs> so it was, what, what were you, and you saw the increase. I used to be, what, four episodes a month? That was it. Yeah. And then it's like, when I got to myself, I was like, if this is mine and I moved it home and I can interview whenever I want. And I like talking to people. I was yeah. like, why not just run this shit? And every time I do one, I just drop it. Yeah. Right. And that's where I've gotten to a point now where it's like, I can, I, it's 10 a month sometimes. And it's based off of if somebody wants to come in and talk and like, if you're not talking, I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Like, if you're not talking about something engaging. Cause I, I told Artiz, if I'm being honest, before we started, I was like, I don't know what this podcast is going to do today. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. I was like, I love talking, but I was like, I know KT. I said, he's a listener. I said, then I got to fill out surge and see how it's going to go. But 
I mean, we're, we're 30 minutes deep and yeah. it don't even feel like 30 minutes. Absolutely like not. So, Absolutely. But we're not going to stop just yet. I want to ask a couple of more questions. So I recently, I've seen people, they have award shows around here in the city. You know, I was a part of Fishbowl Radio. They had the award show. We were nominated. The reason I don't give a shit about that, because I think they just recently had like Cosign Awards or something here. It's mm-hmm. like a Cosign yeah, magazine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people were asking me that I know. They was like, hey, are you going to do this Cosign thing? I even had a guy who's in the podcasting world that was like, I told them about you. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's dope. But I, the reason I don't care about like awards when it comes to this is because for one, I love doing it. For two, a lot of these award shows is like friend based, meaning if I win, if if I got a thousand, not to be funny, if I have twenty thousand listeners, but right here in Dallas I have a thousand friends, and this other person has five thousand listeners, and then here in Dallas they have fifteen hundred friends, they're gonna win. Yep. Yeah. If they have fifteen hundred friends and they reach out to them and they say vote for me, they're gonna win. Politics. So that ain't, it and is. that's why I never got into it. When I found out the structure of these award shows, like Fishbowl Radio, was based off who votes for you, based off who knows you, and mm-hmm. not who really loves your content, I was done. Yeah, support is very limited yeah. here in the metro. I don't understand why. And Podcast I think support or just no, support period. Support period. Okay. Music. Uh, yeah. You're talking about there, there's a lot of talent here, but yeah. this, people don't support people unless they feel like they they're getting something out, out of, it. of it for whatever reason. And that's one of the things that I feel like you know, as we touch on sports and things like that, but also connecting into life uh, that I feel like we'll be able to talk about is at the end of the day, if, uh, you know, like there's music out there that I don't listen to or I don't agree with, but I can't hate their hustle. You know what I mean? Like they, there's, because there are people who listen to that and who'd like that. So, you know, you, you can't, you don't have to, you know, listen to it. You can turn it off. You can, you know, only listen to what you want. Yeah. But at the same time, don't degrade them for what they're doing what because they they're trying to make a living just like what you're trying to sure. do too. You know, and I think so. So the support because I knew about the Cosign Awards as well, yeah. and I knew just by looking at some of the people that were nominated and stuff like that, I was just like, it's very political. You could yeah. just kind of just like if you're kind of in the industry like I am, I yeah. guess in on the in the entertainment side, I just kind of see uh, how things move and who works with who. And, you know, there's a lot of butt kissing going on. Yep. There, there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, you know, groupies going on, yep. you know, and so that that's where the development of somebody that might not be that, you know, well vested in what they do, yep. but be, uh, then somebody else, uh, they're not as good as somebody else. But unfortunately, because of who they surround themselves with, uh, you know, they're able to get yep. to that point. Um, and somebody that probably deserves it more doesn't. So. And that's the bad thing about it because a lot of people, as we all know, everybody wants to podcast now, even the people with no talent. Right. People think that just because you're sitting up in your living room <laughs> having a conversation, they're like, hey, man, we could take this to yeah. the podcast. Yeah. We could get, and, I, and I've even had people come to me and they be like, hey, aunt, this is your lane. And I'm like, even with for me, the only reason I feel like this is for me, I've always had a passion to talk. I can talk without uh, the ums mm-hmm. and uhs and. Mm-hmm. And when you do this, you have to be structured. So I had a girl hit me up from California the other day and she'll be a guest on the show soon. But she was like, Hey, I've listened to some podcasts and I want to be, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, okay. So she's like, what do I need? I literally text her one time with what she needed to do, what she needed, you know, the possible cost of it. And she's like, Oh no, that's too much work. I'm, I'm cool. And I respected that though, because you'll still have somebody who just wants to be or like have this thing that they think people have. And it's like, you don't even know what you're getting yourself. into. I tell people that all the time podcast. And they be like, Oh, you've been doing it four and a half years. That's dope. And I'm like, but I've wanted to quit more days than I've wanted to be here. 
because mm-hmm. it is about consistency mm-hmm. and you do have to create content and content is king when you want to do this a lot of podcasts I've listened to it's like they're literally shit like mm-hmm. I hate calling anybody shit shit but it's shit yeah. and I put something out the other day and I said <laughs> podcasting is becoming oversaturated yeah. but even, but for those good people don't be like I'm not going to do this because it's oversaturated actually continue doing it and put more exactly. passion into it because when people listen to your shit and then they listen to other people's shit they're going to hear the quality is whack if there's no improvement on quality because I started out with shitty quality but mm-hmm. as I learned and I wanted to make this better, you can ask her. I was buying shit that I didn't even need and then returning it because I found out things. A lot of people don't have no passion. They just want to take pictures. They want the Instagram to look dope. Yeah. They want to be a part of something. Right. But it's like you can be a part of something. Like if you're not good at doing podcasting, are you good at marketing? Are you good at something else? Then lend that help to those podcasting people yeah. who do have talent and you help them in that way. Because right. don't everybody want to hear your bullshit. Right. Your voice may be too monotone. You may not be talking about nothing. You may not even have an introduction. Like people are so ready to jump in this shit. Like they literally recording on their phones and on the computer with no software. And it's like, it's cool to put it out there, but people mm-hmm. are listening for quality. Yeah. It's a small celebrity status. Avoid pod fade. That's what I was going <laughs> to tell you guys. Avoid the pod fade stage. And basically pod fade is a definition that came out a couple years ago. And it's basically those who start podcasts that don't make it past 20 episodes. Mm. You want to make it past 20. Gotcha. One of the things that me and Serge talked about on our podcast, too, is we're going to stay away from politics because you yeah. said politics earlier. Yeah. 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 We want to just talk sports. I don't want to have to hear about Trump and kneeling or just any of that crap. We just want to talk sports. Yeah. So that's one of the things we're going to stay away from. Hey, so, ain't nothing wrong with that because so if you want politics, so that, go don't listen to us. I said the same it. shit, bro. Mm-hmm. People be like, why don't you address uh, whatever with Trump? And I'm like, first of all, have, um, even though I don't like Sean Hannity, but they have like an Emerson Cooper. They have all these people that's talking about this that's more well-versed than me. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to get on here and talk about politics? Yeah. Now, if it's something that happens, <coughs> let's say Trump does something cr- really crazy again. Of course. Then if somebody, and you know, I may give an opinion on something yeah, that's yeah, crazy, yeah. like a grabbing by the pussy situation, but like talking politics with South Korea and all of this stuff, like yeah. I'm aware of it, but I'm not getting into it. That shit right. is depressing. I don't want to deal with it. I want people to come here and learn about other people, have fun, Talk about sex, talk about relationships. If you want to talk about religion, we can talk about that, but it's still from a different perspective. Like, I ain't going to be on here preaching right. and telling you to right. turn to no verses and chapters because <laughs> I'm outdated, so that right. ain't for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. No, so, definitely. with this podcast, man, the reason I think people should listen and they haven't even done a podcast, I know KT. Um, I believe in supporting people who are consistent. So, I think if nothing else, people who are listening to my podcast, you should listen to their podcast because it's different. Is their perspective. And I think when it comes to perspectives and people's opinions, you should at least hear them out. Now, if you don't like them after one or two or three episodes, then you move on. That's like I say, people, when I tell people, you can leave me a good review or a bad review. I don't really give a shit. I prefer to hear bad stuff so I can look at it. And sometimes I hear people tell me stuff, even friends, and I'd be like, okay. Some of it I take and I I implement it. And then some of it I'm like, well, he don't really know this game. Exactly. So that, you know, I'm not going to get mad. Yeah, I'm not going to get mad. Yeah, I'm not going to get mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Because he said something. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. He even listened enough to say, hey, check this out. But I'm not going to change everything that everybody tells me because they don't know what's working here. I look at the numbers. I see the shit has doubled since last year. Right. Something is right. Yeah, yeah. The things that pick up the most on my podcast is sex. It's sex. Yeah. Like huh. literally, like literally, I could put out an episode and I, I wonder make, why. Yeah, I may get like seven hundred hits over a month, and then it's like I'll put out a sex one and I'll get that shit in a weekend, and you're like, damn. <laughs> but you don't want to make your whole show about you just got a bunch sex. of purrs. Yeah, purrs you know what I'm listening saying? to you, exactly. man. <laughs> well, also with the women who come on, they listen <laughs> to what the women are saying, and then they going back and following them. 
So that's like no bullshit, bro. Yeah. Really? Every girl that's been on here that I've done a Freaky Friday episode with, they literally be like, yeah, my numbers went up a little bit. Or people start sending like creepy messages or, you know, trying to at least see what yeah. they look like to yeah. put a face with the voice of yeah. what was being said <laughs> on the podcast. You just did one, what, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, I did one. I think the, the last one I did was with DJ Cherry from New York. That was the last one. And then the one before that was with our group me friend, uh, Nisha. Okay. But it's like, I've only done like four or five of them, but I'm getting to a point where I'm trying to roll them out consistently. Like, I want to start getting to a point where it's a woman and a man and not just like two guys or a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted to be mixed yeah. to where we could really have die. a swingers podcast in a minute, man. That reminds me of when we did our first live event and uh, we had a live show. And at the end of the night, it started to change. And I think we had it from 7 to 11. When it got to midnight, you start seeing these white ladies come in with trench coats and. He's like, okay, I don't see no pants. I don't see no pantyhose. And then later on, the owner of the place, he reached out and he was talking to Artesia. And at that time, I had Gabrielle on the podcast. And like this white dude and his wife was basically filling them out. And we found out later that they were trying to, like, they gave us cards and drinks, the owner of the bar. And he gave us all this free shit. And he basically was trying to get us to engage in this. I told you, that cuckold cool. shit is real, man. White dudes be wanting niggas to fuck their girls. That shit is crazy. I don't trust it, uh, nah, but it's serious out here. That's a little too much. It's very, it's, it's a lot much. Now I'm gonna go back to you before we get ready to end, and then I sure. want y'all to, to tell them y'all social media handles where they can find you at on Absolutely. social and where to find you at on the podcast. Sure. With you being married uh, to a white woman, my homeboy, he the one I told you from Yemen, mm-hmm. he's dating a white girl. Okay. But it, he's been with her two and a half years. His family does not know. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, at some point, bro. Yeah. You got to introduce them. Yeah, you just got to bite the bullet because the way the thing, I, the way I looked at it as two years and she's never met your parents. How does it make her feel? And how much longer do Not you good. have on keeping her in the dark like this? So have you ever had to do that? Like dating outside of your race? Have you had to keep something from your family because of the nationality or the race of the person? No. Um, uh, in that case, also, I'm blessed. Uh, now, uh, speaking in the same token, my parents were actually were you know i guess not legally but they were separated for quite a while um so when it come to when it came to dating or having a girlfriend uh whether it's you know my previous two girlfriends before Mm -hmm. uh my wife well they were both indian but my mom was was aware of them you was married before no okay just girlfriends uh but my mom was aware of them because i think just the way that she, you know, our relationship is, and she knows me as a person. She yeah. knows that if I ever brought somebody home yeah. or t- or introduced as my, you know, girlfriend or significant other, that they had value yeah. or, or they had more than enough than your average person in our community. Maybe so them home. Th- she, she wasn't going to say like, oh, I don't like her or whatever because she is trusting my you know instincts in my gut uh to know that so um but exactly what you're saying i've had a lot of other friends uh who are uh, or were in interracial interracial or interreligious like so Mm. um i've had friends who are uh indian but uh one could be uh, Hindu and one could be christian or one could be christian and one could be muslim what's the what's the premise of hinduism um, like you know, with Christianity, a second like, life, okay. um, life. So they believe in an afterlife. They believe that if once you pass away, that you will come back as something else. Your spirit will come back as something else. Now, I was born Hindu. Mm-hmm. I'm now Christian. Okay, uh, but I was never really brought up by my parents uh, or those people around me to be really into the religion. So 
I was always, you know, kind of out in the dark, not really knowing. Um, I got invited to go to church a few times a couple of years ago, and I went and checked it out, and I was, like, kind of blown away. And, you know, before you know it, you know, two years ago, I got baptized, and... Do y'all yeah. have music in Hinduism? Because not to be funny, I know you've seen mm-hmm. them videos on like on uh, Instagram, and they'll have like a future song, but it'll be like the Indians dancing. You be like, <laughs> damn, they dancing. <laughs> they dancing on beat with our shit. Yeah. So it's like, is it really like that? Like the, the Indian culture? Like, I mean, you see it, but I, I guess I'd be thinking like, what kind of music are they dancing to for their, literally their dance Dan- steps? Dancing is huge in India because a lot of the music was based on like basic instruments. Yeah. You're talking about drums, you know, like, um, you know, just making beats and little noises with random different equipments. Yeah. And so, um, uh, even, <laughs> even things that you wear that'll, that'll kind of like have a little clinging yeah. noises on your clothes yeah. or your anklets and yeah. things like that. Um, so, you know, just kind of like in Hollywood, you know, there's Bollywood and Bollywood when they make movies, Every single movie has at least four to seven songs throughout the movie. Yeah, and like all musical. of them usually for the most part are dance oriented. <laughs> Lots of colors, usually weddings, you know, guy and girl, like, you know, giving the climax of yeah. the, for what, what the movie is about and things like that. So it, it automatically infiltrates to when you go to a wedding and you go to their reception, yeah. half of the music is probably going to be hip hop and top 40 and EDM. But the other half is going to be Indian where, most of the people are because it's just a it's just a good feel good music yeah. um so with it, no cussing or anything like that either so, so is it something of, like is it black food that y'all smell and y'all don't like and you know where i'm going like a lot of times you smell curry with indians or mm-hmm. you'd be like what the fuck like i used to work at uh, city mortgage in in los colinas oh, sure and it was all a lot of indian guys and they like we go in the break room and i'm like what the fuck are they heating up it's all that uh, masala and garlic <coughs> that's usually what it, it, because what the the products and the ingredients that they use yeah. i'm not talking about your av- you know vegetables from that you pick up at the grocery store yeah. but the actual powder and ingredient that ingredient that usually has a s- specific scent to it yeah. on almost any dish outside of your regular white rice yeah. if you make anything it's automatically going to have that scent and that scent isn't something that'll go away no like, it's not it if you eat, if i eat with my hand i gotta wash my hands like two three times if i want that smell to go off my it hand, was one dude know? who used to do it and i used to want to choke this nigga out in the break room i'm like hey man like take that shit to the second floor like yeah. why the fuck you eating this shit up right on the break room floor but i think about that see we breaking real barriers right here people oh, probably yeah. wondering oh yeah what is this but see i like to ask the question because i'm like for, like now that i don't eat pork like fried pork chop Smells like shit to me. <laughs> you don't eat pork. I don't eat pork. Nah, you missing out, bro. Like if I do it, like I may eat like bacon or something on like a pizza, but like actually making a pork chop, nah, bro. And I used to love that shit. What made you give it up? Just the way it made me feel, bro. Like not to be funny, bro. I, I don't even work out as much, and people will see me when I'm here, and they be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "How you, you still doing this?" Shit? I'm bro. I'm eating chicken. I'm eating fish. I'm eating healthier, so it's like I don't have to run to the gym yeah. as much. Like you see me posting shit, I be eating everything, but it's like I just don't. Eat that shit. It don't make me feel good. It don't. It make me feel heavy and sluggish. Right, right. But that curry shit, and it always throws me off because I'm like, I eat fucking curry chicken. You eat Jamaican food. That's not the same oh, shit. And it's, it's, no, it's not. It's not. Because that's what I was wondering. That's there, why I'm like, why I would, am I fucking probably Jamaican like a food? Twenty percent. Like you know, I've I've went to a Jamaican place <laughs> yeah. like last year, and I could tell when I walked in, I can. I was like, this kind of smells a little like when you go to an Indian restaurant, yeah. but. 
Have you ate Indian food? I have, but I was just that was my next question. Is there any authentic Indian places or restaurants authentic? here that are really good? That may be owned by Indians because this is the thing about Texas. You'll have an Indian restaurant and be a Mexican running it. You'll have a Chinese <laughs> restaurant and it'll be a Mexican. That's running like it. William's yeah. Chicken. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, well, who um, the fuck is really running these places? Here's the other thing with Indian food. Now I'm from the South. Most Indian restaurants, when you in here in Dallas yeah. or all across the U.S. Most Indian restaurants are North Indian food based, which means the they might make the same dish. It might be called chicken curry. Yeah. And we might call it chicken curry. But the ingredients that are used in it is not or the, the masala that we call it, yeah. the powder, completely different. Theirs might be orange. Ours might be red. Do y'all use a lot of natural herbs and stuff to heal y'all? Because mm-hmm. what? Um, it's hard I, to get here, obviously. But remember that show? What was that show we was watching on HBO? It was like Live by Night. Like that. I forgot the Joe Totero dude, and he basically had this foot issue, like uh, psoriasis of the foot. And this age, he went to this Indian store or this Asian store, and they, he gave him. He basically put these ingredients in like this little wrap, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Put rub this on your foot, mm-hmm. wrap it in Saran wrap." And he had been going to doctors and all of this shit, bro. And literally, like, two days later, because he had to be ready for a court case, shit was good. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't wear shoes. He had to wear, like, sandals mm-hmm. because his feet would swell up so much from wow. the inflammation. So it made me think, and I'm like, if everything is so natural, why are we not using that shit? Because everybody over there doing it. Man. I would say population control, to be honest with you. Because there's a lot of stuff that they have cures That's for. but a big part of it. They want That's us definitely. to, yeah, it's all about money. Yeah, because you know they got a cure for cancer. There's a cure for AIDS. They have all of if that. you go to the doctors and you go, you're spending money, yeah. which infiltrates and goes back to, yeah. you know, where it's originally. Because there's there's a lot of natural remedies that are from uh, India, China, uh, that are, I mean, it's nat- natural stuff, meaning like you can literally, no, you can't just go to the backyard, but there's places you could go to and you could literally go pick up the leaf. Yeah. You could, you break know, scratch it, it up, break it up with the rock. Yeah. And you could literally, if you have a really bad headache and probably put it on your forehead and two hours later, it's, you didn't even know you had a headache. That's what they say but, about some of the THC and marijuana and stuff that like they make the oils because you can rub it in. And it's yeah. like, I mean, as we see right. white people, <clears throat> I just want to say to the white people in Dallas, just the Texas period, fuck you. Not, not because you're bad people. <laughs> I'm talking about the legislatures and the um, lobbyists, oh, the people man. who don't allow shit to come through when they know it's good. Yeah. You lock up all these people who for selling marijuana. And then just a couple months ago, they was like, you can drive around with a fourth without getting going yeah. to jail you get a ticket or a citation now they just showed on channel 8 news they're trying to of course they're trying to legalize it here yeah why are we not letting these motherfuckers out of prison though like this is what i don't like when we find out that we can make money off something that's been you know like we this um i forgot i'm trying to think of the word but basically outlawed or banned yeah. like it's crazy how they can just turn the page and say oh now we want to bring it over and we're going to create this, you know, structure or infrastructure that's going to make it. us money and tax it like they did in Denver, Alcohol. making 80 million, like they did in Prohibition. Like they always do this shit. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, how the fuck do you stop this shit? How do you expect people to even love your country and all of this shit if you're doing these things backdoor and you know what I'm saying? Like charging for shit that really needs to heal people, having a cure for cancer, having a cure for AIDS. But, you know, it's all, money. Rich it's all money driven. Yeah. Right? It's always I mean, all about money. Right. Even I mean, when you said about the prisons. They build new prisons because you can make a lot, a of, lot money of money off of them. Yeah. And they have investors to build those motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the thing about it. You see it on TV and you'll see these things and we watch it for entertainment. As much as I watch TV for entertainment, I watch it and look at for the real purpose of what's happening too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they're not just going to come out and say all these things are happening. Like we watch these government movies like Snowden where they're killing people to keep secrets. But it's like they'll paint this person as a traitor to a country when really he's not a traitor. He's a patriot. 
because he's trying to let people know this is what this is what your government is doing. I don't know, bro. Yeah, just, uh, that's a whole another conversation. We could probably, yeah. I know I could talk. Say, yeah, that's why I say we're gonna have to do something hours. again. Where we, that's why I say I think with y'all having your own podcast, that's dope. But maybe we ought to try to link up at least once a month sure. or something to where we can like uh, bring a topic from y'all and we I can bring Absolutely. one for me and we just break it down. Absolutely, because Sounds I feel good like to me, that's man. the best part. So I know you're pulling up your phone. I know your Cowboys fan. What time they play today? Oh, we play seven thirty tonight. Oh shit. Okay, we got the Sunday night game. Man. So where can they find you at on social media personally? And then tell us a little bit about the podcast and where they can look for that at too. Well, personally, it's KT, uh, KT Cuts 101 on... Um, you got to change that. Oh, yeah, I sure am. Yeah. On Instagram <laughs> and on Twitter. Uh, mine, uh, personally, um, mine is at Elite Surge 3 okay. on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's just straight Elite Surge. Okay. Now, uh, with, the, with the Sports Live Talk, um, are you guys... Have you guys created a yes. uh, social... Okay. Yeah, all of them... Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are all uh, uh, Sports Life Talk straight, uh, all one word. Uh, and we also have a SoundCloud uh, with Sports Life Talk as well. Okay. So. And they'll be on Blog Talk Radio, so once they get everything rolling, you'll be able to find them on Blog Talk Radio. We'll soon have them on Apple Podcasts. So that's a lot of good stuff coming up, man. Be sure to keep up with all things uh, The Reality Is by going to www.thereality.is.com. Also follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, and Facebook. And I'm reading my shit. You know, y'all kind of, so I got to read mine. I always let people know I'm reading because they're like, nigga, you sound like you're reading the script. Yes, I am reading the script. So you can also find us on Anchor, Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, and Listen Notes and more. We also just got on, what is this, Spreaker? Spreaker? Not Speaker, but Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, hit it or for us to answer questions from our perspective, email us at info at the reality is or call and leave us a message at four. 469-351-9681 and we'll be sure to answer that on the upcoming episodes. Last but not least, leave us a rating or review or whatever platform you listen to. Like I always say, we don't care if it's a good review, we don't care if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. And always remember to inhale courage to excel success. We'll check you guys out on the next podcast. KT, thanks for coming out, man. Ain't no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Serge, thanks for coming out. Uh, thank you. And y'all be sure to check out Sports Life Talk. Shout out to Serge's wife. What's your wife's name? Sarah. Shout out to Sarah, man. Congratulations. You seemingly have a good husband on your hand, man. <laughs> Thank you for allowing us to have him. KT, what's your wife's name? Deidre. Deidre. Shout out to Deidre, man. Thanks for allowing KT to be here today. Because, you know, we got to say allow because women allow us to do these things. That's true. One thousand percent. As much as we talk shit and let our nuts hang, like we ain't doing shit without our women. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, hey, just wanted to let y'all know, man. Listeners, thank you for listening. Continue to listen. And we'll check you guys next week. Be blessed. I got 40s in the Rugas when we all up. Let it go for whenever we ball, man. I'm all up in ball, huh? Kavichi and ball, man. You look at it go for whenever we ball, man. I'm all up in ball, huh? Kavichi and ball, man. Pulling up, Rolls Royce gave him no choice. When I'm telling bitches how I feel, Rolls Royce gave him no Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. 
tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.